Have you ever been to the um, planetarium to see the laser light show? Long, long time ago. Long time ago. Back. So fun. Back when dinosaurs roamed the planet, and a man was a man, a caveman, and a woman was a beautiful creature they worshipped. And he carried a club, a strong club, for this no. woman, despite her breaking all his toys. No. And <laughs> no. Is that the Undertaker? Oh, mm. Taker can't take a bump. Good bump. <laughs> Destroy the Taker. Uh, okay. Episode 17? Yes. Yeah. All right, I think going. that was all usable. Okay. All right. Ready? <laughs> ready, man? Yeah, I'm ready. Ready? ready. And welcome back to Fang and a Bang with Gangrel and Kid Cadet. It's episode 17. And we're going to try to get through this episode. Now, I know you don't want to hear about all my personal problems. I came on here last week crying that I am tired. But I don't know, but I'm actually more exhausted this one than I was the last one. But that's enough of my boo-boo and crying and crying. And, uh, and um, How are you, Miss Kid Cadet? I am also tired. <laughs> but I'm excited to be here as always. And... Uh, this past weekend was Florida Supercon, so All I got right. to do FSCW as a new character, Harley Quinn, and it was oh, so yeah, much fun. How was that? Good. It was it was great. Uh, surprisingly, you know, I was a little um, cautious, um, or maybe cautious isn't the right word. I was a little. Um, uh, I was preparing to be underwhelmed by the size of the audience because I didn't know how the convention would be, but we packed the place for three nights in a row, so it was pretty awesome. They seems like. Things are getting packed everywhere now. Um, glancing at Raw, the Boston Garden looked full. You know, oh, like, totally. So, <laughs> they, they, they're panning to the audience. There's masks hanging off, beer in the air. Ah, I'm from Boston, motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> we rage and we party and we kill and we destroy. And we start over again in the morning and go to work. And that is do it so all Boston. <laughs> That's so Boston. I love Boston. Kowloon's, you ever go there? Uh-huh. Oh, it's tremendous. Great love. Chinese food. Scorpion Bowl. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I was actually talking to one of my girlfriends about that place the other day. I got to go with Mick a couple times times and i remember like in like the green room or whatever they were like what do you want and like they would bring us so much stuff best wonton soup i've ever had yeah that place is tremendous if you get to boston you gotta go there to go oh, check it out yeah. i think it's in um rear or somewhere uh, it's it's a it's a little outside of boston not yeah. Sagus. maybe it is Sagus. yeah yes i guess yeah all i know is there's a crazy divider in the middle of the road so you can't cross over <laughs> you can't yep. you gotta go like 20 miles to make a u-turn to come back around to or what across but i stayed in a hotel not too far across the street from it but i had no success at trying to climb that road divider <laughs> like, no. it was a concrete you wall can't do and it. a fence i much imagine like Probably like the Berlin Wall was <laughs> like back in the day, oh, trying okay. to climb, trying to get to the other side. You know, it's not happening. I'm like, oh, I don't have a car, and I didn't know much about Ubers back then and stuff like that. I don't even know if there was an Uber back then or, or Lyft or any of this other fancy stuff you young folks take nowadays. But SNR Uber, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I definitely couldn't get over the wall. So, but but so that's good. I'm glad. Uh, so the the crowd was good. The attendance was well. Great crowd. How how what what was the uh, just because I'm, I'm curious, I wasn't there, mm. and and um, you know, I could I could just like drop that, like I trended one time there, you know. Again, uh, I think we did you that. Don't say. <laughs> <laughs> With Jeffrey, yeah, I think we did like seven Jeffrey million would... views uh, or something. No, yeah. eighty million views, like it was uh, Reginald. A lot. Reginald and his flips and stuff. I think they had like 80 million views oh on goodness. TikTok. WWE. WWE says, oh, we like to thank you for us. But it was, it was Reginald, not WWE that did the flip. But right. WWE was taking the credit for it. But they probably did set the trampoline thing up. And they did hire him and they're probably paying him ridiculous money. And they did make him. 
the uh what is he the 24 7 champion so um they're probably rewriting the skits so i guess they get the credit for the 80 million so okay sure we'll give them credit right. so um 80 million my seven million that is a match up a lot but still it was something <laughs> it was cool so how, how what was your experience well, well jeffrey did make his triumphant return did he yeah he Bastard. also knocked down the pipe and drape like as he was trying to come i mean he's a <laughs> was it was it the uh, infamous eddie torres and eddie was not there it was oh, actually no, milo eddie. beasley am i allowed to say that yeah it was oh, milo yeah. inside of uh yeah. Of Mr. Jefferson. He's part of Bums R Us. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. And then uh, we had Mickey Mouse show up to cut a promo on uh, Black Widow, which was really fun. Mickey that, that rat? I mean, it's, yeah. I, do you know the whole thing going on with, with Scarlett Johansson and Disney Plus? No. What's long story Scar- short. What does Scarlett Johansson do? How could she get heat? She's long good. story short, she signed something before Black Widow came out that she would get a percentage of the in-theater sales uh-huh. uh, as part of her salary. But because they also put it on Disney+, Plus, it didn't do very well in theaters. Because it was out there on Disney+. Plus. So yeah. she sued Disney. Do you think she should have? Yeah, that's that's a whole other thing. Um, you know what? She, I, I understand. I think she's got a good wealthy. argument because if she cut she's, a deal thinking it's going to go to theaters first, yep, and I'm, they 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 blast it out on Disney Plus, which would you can just get for twenty bucks a month or something and ha- watch all the time or whatever the deal is with Disney Plus. I don't know. Ten I mean, bucks. I, I, it's like a premium channel, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, like HBO Max, correct? Right. right. So yeah, I'd be pretty high. Well, the the debate is they're like Scarlett. You realize it's a pandemic, so you're really gonna like be upset about everything going uh, on. In the world. She's gonna be yes because I have a mansion I gotta pay for in this pandemic. So yes, I, I know. <laughs> and I bought a mansion counting on 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 the sales from this movie. So yes, I have an issue. Uh, Which is pregnant, you know? She got to feed another oh, baby. Oh, she got babies. Oh, yeah, you know, there's a lot happening I, here. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm gonna I might side with her a little bit because. Or they should have just—they should have reached out, and said, "This is what's going to happen. We're going to cut you another check. They Can we settle on that? That maybe that would have settled it all. There. Or if she released, you would have felt like, hey, they consulted with me, and I had a say in what." Yeah, uh, that didn't happen. But so that was the big thing. So we had Mickey Mouse show up and asked her to join the Kiss My Heine Club, and uh, like he came out like Vince McMahon, and it was—it was pretty fun. So very cool. So just much like when I did the thing with Jeffrey, uh, Amazon Prime, which is pretty much rubbed out. Toys R Us with all their online sales, this and this and that. Exactly. So, and they set it up very clever, very clever. And who wrote this and who came up with this? Can we give credit to anybody? I or? absolutely can. My husband. Ah, dude, I certainly wasn't Chamberlain. I'm not going to give Alex Chamberlain any credit. <laughs> Alex, <on anything>. did, <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Alex did wonderful this weekend, as always. So, Jude, Jude wrote that? Came up he, with that? He sure Kiss did. Any club. Yeah. Freaking rat Mickey got his Heineken. <laughs> but also, I wanted to give a shout out because uh, quite a few of your students did debut this weekend and they did a phenomenal job. We had Ozzy Kilmeister and we have Steve Beck. What, what was he, a Fraggle Rock character or something? <laughs> they, were the t- <laughs> <laughs> they were the TVA. So they were the timekeepers um, from the new Loki series. Okay. They did great. And then also... Obviously, Will- by the look on my face, if you're watching this on YouTube, you realize I have no idea what the that's okay. Whoever's about. watching will know. <laughs> like, they'll know. So, um, it, I'm, so you're saying to who's it was? Ozzy was a timekeeper. And who? Ozzy and Steve. So they were like pretty much homeless looking people. These timekeepers, essentially like, uh, scruffy, bearded, scruffy, yeah. short, fat, tall, and fat. Well, on the Steve, like, hey. easy Steve, easy Steve. You drink too <laughs> many IPAs on your weekends. Oh, is so it? okay. Um, you get a little, but he's got some scruffy hair going on too. So they they were both they they did great. And then Will okay. was our Deadpool, and he did phenomenal. Well, I mean. That, well, okay, let me ask you. Will, Damian Fenrir, right? So, uh, Deadpool. Does Deadpool wear a full, full body suit? Mm-hmm. So, you said, mm-hmm. So, Will's got a 
pretty good body for a dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's got abs. Mm-hmm. Looks a lot like Superman, sort of. He could be a he's in shape. Be Superman. He's, he's in, in shape. shape. <laughs> right? So you put a bodysuit on him? How's that? How's that? So, work? you know, it, it's, a, it's a tough character to be because you have to have like a certain Ryan personality. Reynolds was the original. Yes. Like, and he's not known to be a body guy, right? Well, Ryan is, is he? he's fit. No, I, I don't know. I'm asking. Oh, him. yeah. He's fit. But it takes. Yes, you about Scarlett Johansson. I'll tell you. Sure. <laughs> but you really have to be a certain type of wrestler to be able to pull off Deadpool. And Jake Manning, what who was unavailable this weekend, he had other bookings. Always did a phenomenal are you, are job. You, are you telling me Damian Fenrir delivered in a Jake Manning type of One million percent. I've never, like, I, so, I thought he nailed it. So I personally found Will, Damian Fenrir, always thought he had like a chip on his shoulder. So the Deadpool character was a dude that was definitely had a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> he was wanting to die all the time or he was dead. What was the deal with Deadpool? Uh, he can regenerate and stuff he like that. He can regenerate, yeah. but how did he end up? Cancer. Uh, cancer, so, okay. Yeah. Um, so he... But you can got a chip on his shoulder for life. You would, yeah, yeah. you okay. could say that. All right, so that suits Will probably. So he, he can actually probably phenomenal. fit that asshole spot. <laughs> well, but it, it's hard to emote when you're wearing not only a bodysuit but a mask. I mean, yeah. and he uh, he no, no. was great. Everyone was great. It was a really much in wrestling. Weekend. Yeah, I, I I do understand that. And Will, if you're listening, and I know you're not because you show no love or put any interest in anything outside of your own self. Um, Damn. Okay. <laughs> no, he's self-centered, you know. But no, he's he's. He spends a lot of time. He has a beautiful daughter and, and, and everything. He's a great dad. He, he's always working. He trains really, really hard. Raymond's going to call me up later. You know what Raymond's going to call? He's going to go, I'm, I have to edit that. Why would you edit? He says, I don't really want you to look bad. He, you know how many of these I get? And he goes, I, Do you, I don't that get out. the messages. I'm going to cut that out. So thank you, Raymond, for cutting my stuff out. So um, no, no, but for the right reasons, not the bad reasons. But I don't know what else he cuts out because I don't remember what the hell I say. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, so, huh? so it's like when a show comes on and I get, I do listen to it. This is the first one I missed this past weekend. I have no idea. It's like I'm listening to it. For, I'm like, oh. Ooh, it was like where am I going to go with that? And I go, oh, thank you. I didn't tell the total truth. I just held back. So, <laughs> well, I have to say that quite a few people did come up to me this weekend to say how much they really have been enjoying this podcast. So oh, very cool. thank you guys for letting yeah. me know so I can pass it on to the main thank man you. right here. And and it feels really good to hear that. Is there another guy in here? That's you. No, the man. And Undertaker. And the, man. Right? Uh, the Undertaker took a bumper. You saw how much <laughs> you cared about him. You backhanded him right <laughs> off the shelf. <laughs> Boom, Raymond almost cried because, you know, Raymond put that there. You see how, if you look at the Undertaker where he is up uh-huh. here, if you watch the thing, Undertaker's looking right across at Raymond. Raymond put that there so him and the Undertaker could have eye contact yeah. so they can have personal moments and stuff like throughout this thing. I don't know what Mick's doing. <laughs> it looks like he's going, ah. Suck it to you. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, there he is. And then Kane's just being creepy over your shoulder. Love him. Yeah. And, Still uh, can't see Cena. I don't. Bray Wyatt or The Fiend or whatever. What's is. this one? Oh, is that the Joker or something? No, that's a character from um, Death Note. Anime. Oh, de- okay. That makes sense. Death Note. I got a Death Note for you, Raymond. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, wait for it. I'm going to mail it out. <laughs> oh, you're going to snail mail it? Well, I'm going to sing a note. It's not a singing note. Fuck uh, you, Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> that was a death note breaking glass what you get when you get me in here on like three four hours of sleep but, i know uh, so amassing I, i'm sorry went all over the place but will good job glad they did well thank mm. you for the report on them i'm always proud of all of them when they do a good job uh ozzy kilmeister steve two great Come dudes uh, yeah, actually three will too they're all three Great human beings. Will, I can see doing the Deadpool and the chip on. He, he, he doesn't have a chip, but he comes across like that. He comes across, though. 
you know, without the mask because he's he's actually really, really good looking and he can come across a bit arrogant because you can look at him and think, oh, this Jose Caseco jerk, you know. He comes, <laughs> you know like, but he's an athletic guy, comes from a background. A lot of, a lot of people don't know about Will is uh, – you follow baseball. His, his, his uncle was known as the uh, what was he called? Uh, Nicaraguan Nightmare. Um, he pitched a perfect game for the Baltimore Orioles, I believe, against the Dodgers. He's like not How even cool five that? people on a hand. He might have been, it might be the only the Latin that have ever pitched a perfect game. Oh, so, and his dad played cool. for, uh, I believe, his dad played for the Montreal Expos. Too. Oh, cool! So, so he oh. comes from an athletic background, so he understands the hard work and discipline that's got to go on and stuff. But he doesn't want to ride the thing. He never brings any of that up. Never brings none of that up. He doesn't tell anybody. I had to drive that out of him, you know. Actually, Susan know. Susan knew, like, Dennis Martinez's <laughs> uncle right away. She goes, your uncle's Dennis Martinez? Because Susan's an avid Yankees fan. Is and, she? But they never saw <laughs> So she, she, she's baseball, baseball, baseball. Wow. So she knew right away. Jimmy Gennetti found out right away. They both like, what do you mean your uncle's in? But he doesn't tell anybody any of this. He's trying to make his own name. I respect and, and that. It, his own way, not in professional baseball. He, I think he played... Uh, high school basketball well enough to go to college for that too but but he chose he chose I don't know what he was thinking he chose to, to, to become a wrestler so but I'm, 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 I'm I'll, I'll guide him on his journey the best I can I mean I think the baseball is the way you go you get so many crazy year deals for 300 million dollars if you're great I mean that that seems to be the sport to want to want to excel in and have longevity but he's choosing professional wrestling so on that note Need sorry dude at the same time I'm there with you on your journey, and, and I'll live through you. So keep doing good. Thank you for the good report on it. But to get for back sure. to the mask thing, mm-hmm. as you're saying, how hard it is to pull something off in a well, mask. Well, you would know. You're right. So is the black cards, you know, everything in, in wrestling under a mask, especially if you have a mask with no face and no eyes, you know, like, I guess, a Spider-Man. Deadpool doesn't have a face, right? So it's just yeah, he has, uh, no. He has like the eye holes. He is there eye holes, holes on yeah. it? Okay, that's but but it's hard to see your expressions and stuff. So everything has to be done through body movement and mannerisms. So it's got to be over the top. Everything yeah. has to be. Um, uh, with, with people wrestling in mass, it's it's probably why you don't see that many that are, are great anymore. Like there's the mass superstars. One of the best one was the Mr. Wrestling, mm-hmm. Mr. Wrestling One and Two. Both of them, you know, they had to be so pantomime before they would do like a knee lift and stuff like that. You just have to sell so much with your body and and know your way around the ring to be able to connect with people and draw them in to keep wanting to watch you or, or even to get sympathy under a mask. They can't see, you know, your facial expressions and pain, hurt, anger, um, anything. So it's really, really hard to work under a mask. So I'm glad. It tells me that the stuff I do see in him that you're telling me he's able to pull it off under a mask that I, I have a lot of hope for him. Right? Yeah, we'll have to yeah. show you some footage. There's lots okay. of it. So, But I don't want to see Steve and Ozzy. You don't want to see them? No. 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 What about Juan? Juan degree Steve, two. Steve, Steve was not in class and Will was not in class. But Will's usually a Tuesday, Wednesday guy. Ozzy Kilmeister was in class. So he was there to set the rings up. He came a little late with Lakai. But, um, but somebody man. told me Lakai, so I know we're supposed to be talking about a lot of things, but Lakai. We'll get there. <laughs> all right, so Lakai, mm-hmm. somebody told me he was supposed to do the Luke Gage. He was. And he didn't know anything about it. What? He, I asked him, I said, aren't you booked this week? He goes, no, they never called me. He is not an internet okay. guy. He's not an internet guy. He's not this and this and that. He's the kind of guy that you got to come up and say, "Hey, your book," because like we made, we forced him to get Facebook just mm. to get into a student group. So he has these Instagrams and all these things now, but he just has no idea on how to do. So who booked him? Like, we'll, we'll talk about it when the camera's on. Ah, uh, well, I bet it was a Chamberlain job. Because <laughs> I love Alex Chamberlain, but he booked me one time for Raleigh. 
Virginia and something. And then when them shows Richmond, came around, mm-hmm. but Broder confirmed it. That guy Broder confirmed it. And when it came around, there was no shows with the vampire. But I was blessed enough to have shows somewhere else. So That's it was right. always working. So always, always Too blessed to be stressed. Too blessed to be stressed. Sure. Let me put that right up there my MC Hammer stuff. Too blessed to be stressed. Too blessed to be stressed. We could get something going here. That's a, that's a good TikTok, too blessed to be Yeah, so go ahead, Raymond. Right? <laughs> see that. By the time today, Raymond, I literally would go uh, outside and say, let's shoot a TikTok. We'll get a little dance going. <gasps> too blessed to be stressed. Let's too do blessed it. To be Can we do the MC Hammer dance? Ah, uh, we have any parachute pants? Or what, what did he wear? Like, yeah, the parachute pants. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I can't do it sitting down. Have a time. Okay. All right. So where are we at? Where are we going? Uh, give me some direction. Okay. Miss Kid Kadesh. Absolutely. Last night, big night. Raw? Raw. Okay, because it is Tuesday. Yeah, Raw. Yeah. Yeah, it is Tuesday. (laughs) Tuesday, but I don't know what day you're listening to this because Raymond will like... Raymond, uh, what day? He's gone from Sunday to a a Saturday to a Friday to like a third... I don't know. Where we... We got to get... We're going to... Figure it out. I'm Consistent. thinking you're like in Fridays, but I think it comes down to his work schedule too. Like Which is all, fine. Well, we're not podcasts. complaining. Raymond's doing no, a phenomenal no, no. job. And, and there's a lot of compliments on your set. And, and I, try, I try to tell him that we're in a shed in a backyard somewhere. And they, they don't believe me. <laughs> no, no. Everybody like they love the set. People always new compliment photos. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he finally put up the other uh, foot one. Sorry, I don't remember what girl gave this to me. And shout out to you. Uh, shout out to the girl and. Harrisburg, I believe, mm. maybe Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, maybe definitely was PA, definitely Pennsylvania, but um, it's gorgeous. It, it might have been Harrisburg. I don't know. Uh, hey, the hell, you, where do you come from, man? Like, listen, Leave I told you, in. no sudden Leave movements when I'm tired. Leave this in. <laughs> don't take that out. Leave that in. <laughs> Raymond, we've We're spoken about this. Yeah, so um, big moment last night or Monday, whenever you guys are watching this, we have a new oh, champion. That's bullshit. <laughs> Why? Uh... Okay, anyway, it's Biggie. Biggie's our new champion. No, Spoiler. I like Biggie, and, and he was dresses me in the Halloween thing, and it's very cool. And I like him, but I don't know, man. I guess I got. I, I'm not writing a storyline, so I'm, maybe I'm too tired. I'm not really following. I'm good enough, but like. Uh... So, but I just saw a clip. I didn't get to see that. I only made it up to Damian Priest's match, right? So I seen him open the show Raw with uh, with uh, Bobby Lashley, MVP, who who was just over at CCW and did a great seminar. I was I was uh, I was uh, gone somewhere working. Uh, I don't know where I was, but he, he did. oh no, I went to a concert. <laughs> oh yeah, the Black went to the Black Crows. Crows. You had so much fun. Yeah, it was great. Black Crows are great. So I, yeah, I did dip out and go to a concert and miss him. But he came by CCW and did a, a seminar. So thank you. Uh, to him, always giving back to his alma mater, where he comes from, out of where he trained and stuff like that. Very class act coming back, giving out. So I was happy to see. So there was, they, he did the seminar night after Raw, right? So uh, uh, the winner in Miami. So uh, so I, I, I'm always happy when they open the show because he could talk. I, I told you he could connect to the crowd, this and this and that. So you come on last year. And then like like my new favorite tag team is, uh, what do you call it, RK Bro? Or yeah, that's, Arco, yeah, you love them, What huh? is it called? RK Bro. RK Bro, you right? got it. I love that. See, I, I I told you I liked Matt Riddle. I was twenty nine. It was never a giant Randy Orton fan, but now I'm a huge Randy Orton fan. Wise with Matt Whoa. Riddle as a tag team. I just like it. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I I like it. I dig it. Like like. I always like the juxtap- juxtaposition of like two complete polar opposites. But like up. yeah, but I thought like like last yes when I was watching the show. I actually watched it this morning before I came here, like six in the morning. I was I didn't 
getting very far. That's but, too early for but, that. Yeah, when I was watching it, yeah. Um, I thought I even heard Randy Orton go, bro. Like, he started to say, I thought, I thought I heard that. And I go, my, did Randy Orton Let's just drop a bra? Did he just drop a bra? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, when he was talking to uh, Lashley or something. But I liked, you know, that they were out there. And there was exchange. And you, and you had Big E. And I didn't know where it was going to go. I mean, I assume, you know, I didn't know if they were teasing. I was hoping it was just a tease. But um, apparently, apparently. I, I What? Like, what's a... Uh... What don't you like about Biggie? There has to be some something. What is it? I just I don't. I, it's all right. You want to be honest? Yes, that's why we're the here. Flipping bootios and all the comedy. It's just hard for me. I'm. I'm. It's the comedy. Even though I wrestle okay. as a vampire, I just I am not a comedy. When I I have to do a match, the comedy just takes stuff away. Mm-hmm. Like Simbody will tell you, like he does all this character stuff with bowling balls and sledgehammers through your nuts and. Different things when he does matches with Simbody, the firecrackers and uh, tie on you. And he, but he'll always say, I'm, I'm so sorry, Dave. Thank you for doing this. I know you hate this stuff. And I don't use hate much, but because it, it, it's a very strong word, but I do, I do strongly dislike comedy. I don't like, although I should accept comedy because of my older age, the more grizzled I get, that might be all I can pull off. So I'm mean, literally a comedy act trying to walk to the ring. <laughs> it's a limp. That ain't a, it's not swag. It's a limp. It's <laughs> grizzled. That's my hip. Oh, that's my knee. That's my knee. You know, so I'm, I'm basically a comedy actor myself and one man act. But um, no, I just, I just struggle with like the comedy. But I mean, hmm. like Xavier and, and you know, I'm, I'm a Kofi guy. Although, why does Kofi look so small lately? Is there something wrong with Kofi? Like, is he getting smaller and smaller? Does he look really skinny? Is it just me? But whatever. I'm a big Kofi. I like. I was happy when Kofi had his moment and stuff like that. And then you know, uh, I guess maybe they figured it's, it's maybe they're trying to break Big E away from that, right? They split him out, right? Yeah. It's a different brand, or he showed up there. He went over there and he came back there, right? Or something of that nature. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe maybe they're trying to break him out because Vince McMahon likes bigger guys. Maybe that's the start of shelling a thing. You got these big guys feuding. Maybe he's believable enough to go with Lashley, but it was just hard for me to overlook all the bootios and all the right. So like, and and, 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 I, and I get that, but like you know, we have to also realize that we're in the PG era, and that is so over you know with a much younger demographic. But that being said, if you can see my face world out there, but <laughs> Biggie always consistent in the ring. He always puts on a, a great match. In my humble opinion, I like Biggie. I've liked him since I remember watching him right. debut with like Ziggler and. Uh, yeah, I'm not remembering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, key word is you said Ziggler, right? Because mm-hmm. Ziggler's a worker and a half. So, so anybody that gets in a ring with Ziggler is going to look good mm-hmm. if he wants you to. Because he's the man. He's well, he was like him. his bodyguard. Do you remember yeah. that? Like, oh, okay. Oh, so he's a bodyguard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but but I'm just saying Ziggler can wrestle there. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's no debating that. No, I don't know. I'll devote, I'll devote a day this week in cardio to all Big E. Um, go back and watch all his matches. Try to weed through the comedy stuff. It's not that I don't dislike him. I'm not even saying he's a bad wrestler or anything of that nature. I just, like, once they all came together in a three, it was just really hard. Like, it just felt like... He he's a big guy. I, the two little guys they want to be like comedic and stuff. But I, I I don't know. Maybe that's who he really is. Like when Miro went to AEW as the best man or the best man or whatever it was, and he was playing these video games, right? Okay, that was. I mean, I, I could blame Tony Khan for that, but I'm not. I because really that was probably Miro trying to be who he really is. Genuine, yeah. Because that's who he is. He's. 
he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a nice guy, like metal. They're both gonna, super nice. Um, plays the hell out of video games, and and that that's just that's who he really is. But that's not what the world wants to see. I think in, in entertainment, you I mean, all actors play a role. You know, sometimes you're an extension of yourself in that role, but you you, you got to play a role of this character, a uh, bank robber, a murderer, um, a guy with autism, something. You divide diverse. You play diverse, you know, roles and stuff. Uh, a really good actor. So you go out there and play yourself. Maybe that's not what the world wants to see. They want to see this bashing Bulgarian, right? So maybe I want to see Big E as this Brahma bull. No offense, Rock. But maybe I want to see Ben. I want to see Big E is this big boy. And, and maybe it was hard for me because I looked at the clips. And maybe it was hard for me to see that because Lashley's been built as this monster, this unstoppable beast from hell. And and uh, and, and he's on a thing. And then here comes this guy from doing comedy all this time. Blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, he just stops him. Well, and, and he put a match. I put like, a little match on, too. It wasn't just like. He took like three RKOs and and threw some kind of smas and Riddle ran off Randy Orton or something, right? Because I didn't see it, but I'm, not, I'm assuming that did not happen. And he just came in and hit him with his big E finish, whatever it is. And but but the, from the clip, it looked it looked as though they had an exchange, like mm-hmm. a, a level up a match to a degree. And and then he beat him, he speared him, and everything else. But then he <laughs> did beat Big E, Big E beat him. Well, so I mean, I, I get that you're maybe not the biggest fan of like the character now but you know when he first did debut uh i remember his character being drastically different and who's to say that that's not what they're working towards again because like because like you just said they split him so it could they they could be revamping revamp's a good word yeah anything with vamp in it it's good yeah no no i'm just saying maybe that but but to glance at that i just i was just on that i was on that I wasn't cheering for Bobby Lashley. I, like, well, maybe I was. Maybe you he, were. Maybe I were. Because, like, man, he was showing me some aggression with those tackles in the corner the last week prior to that on the Monday Night Raw in, in Miami. So maybe I was. Maybe I am. Maybe maybe they got my attention now where I want to see where it goes next. So maybe they did That's what they wanted to do. That's what's most important, right? So they got our attention. Or maybe, maybe there was some history made with that. There was. Maybe there was history made with that. Because there's been very few black world champions right mm-hmm. and then how many have beat how many black world champions have beat another world this champion? is the they, first become, right the so, first time so so there's a lot of cool things there that happen so that's like a cool moment that's a really cool thing and it's a cool thing that they shared amongst each other mm-hmm. um to do and, and break barriers and stuff in the world i mean i don't know if it should have been a barrier but obviously it seems as though it must have been if it's not happened before exactly. and how many hump which is surprising thousand years of wrestling has been around since since the fishermen's and the carpenters and like, the butcher, like, the bakers, the yeah, the bakers. dude to come up the mountain with the tablet and all that. How far back they've been wrestling? Oh, that's a case, okay. Okay, the commandments. I was like, like a the tablet, like an yeah, iPad. Yeah. I, it took me yeah. a second. I was like, he came down. Moses came down with an iPad and said, "He's how you shall not steal. Do not hump your neighbor. Thou must get apple pear." <laughs> Yes. Right, and, and uh, no offense to anybody out there in your religion. No, but, real uh, quick though, we should just say if you are fasting this week for Yom Kippur, oh, oh, I wish oh. you a very easy fast. Yes, okay. Susan, do you hear that? Very easy fast. Yes. That means do not go hungry and kill this vampire. Please don't. Um, we like him. And if that's the case, <laughs> around. I, I will leave out early on the road so we can get through this and still be something after. Amen. <laughs> Love you, baby. Uh, Susan.
Yeah. All right. So I had to drop, name drop that name. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you dropped it. Right there, there in, case we, in case it goes sideways with the fasting. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's awesome. So, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not, please, I'm not knocking Big E at all. I, he's, I met, he's a great dude. He's super nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm not knocking his work. I'm just saying. Maybe it's I'm a Bobby game. Lashley fan. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm, I'm just on the Bobby Lashley train, and he's got and he's got MVP behind him, and I'm a big fan of that. So maybe I'm just a big fan of what's going on right there, you know. Another guy beat your guy. I get it. Like I get it. Maybe. Maybe. No, it's the comedy thing. It's like, it, it, it bothered me the whole comedy thing, and it didn't bother me that Xavier did it. I wasn't invested. Kofi, I was like whatever, but Kofi really. No matter what, how much comedy did he stood out with his athleticism? Is insane, like his hops. He's got crazy hops and stuff like that. And oh, then, yeah. and he take and, and Kofi, t- he's taking some beatings. He took a beating from Lashley, you know, like you know. And I felt sorry for Kofi when that beating went on. I was like, oh, those bombs, this and this and that. So it, it, I just didn't want. I guess I just didn't want to see Big E beat. Lashley, well, boom. it's a new day yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. No, and maybe Raymond it's not. It's, Raymond's it, like, it's a new E. Maybe it's not a, a, a new day. It's a new E. Do they even refer to Big E as anything to New Day now? Mm-mm. So Do maybe they? when they came out celebrate with them after. Oh, they did. Oh, they came out celebrated. Oh, did they come uh-huh. out with the horns and everything too? No. All right, all right. Well, that's good. But it's his moment though, right? He did have his moment though, right? Like before it came out there, right? Somewhat. I'd have went to editing, let him have his moment, cut it, went dark, and let the New Day come out. <laughs> like, but camaraderie and oh. Oh, you, I got eyes off from that heartburn and everything else thinking about them. Oh, um, no. It is the PG era, though. I yeah. PG era, black blood and, and whatnot. So so that happened. Um, and then I was kind of like, before I came here, right, when I was walking out the door and I was trying to watch it, but I was running around in between, so I didn't get to watch it very well. But um, so Damien Priest with Matt Hardy. So, you know, I personally like Jeff. Both, Jeff, 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 Matt's an AEW. Delete Jeff Hardy. that. Delete. Jeff. Go back no, to we're not that. deleting it. Delete, delete, delete. But um, I I don't know. It, it looked like some awkward move moments in that match. I'm a big Damian Priest fan, and 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 I love Jeff Hardy. Um, but they, they was as I watched that match, I, I gotta wonder was Jeff a little off, or was or Damian just too big to do the things he was doing to to to, to Jeff? Like I, I worry about things, so I I see this match, Damian Priest, and, and then I see Jeff Hardy, which I I, I love them both, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff personally been. We've been a team. We've worked each other hundreds and hundreds of times. Um, Damien, I just dig him. Love his character. Uh, I think he's too happy and talks a little too much with mm-hmm. his character where it is now. Like he's like mm, he's like a little bubbly, but maybe that's the PG era thing. Because I think he's a rock star. Oh, and, and you know, remember I said I compared him to the uh, Lestat and Queen of the Dam. Mm-hmm. I saw one of our YouTube comments. Yes, I read. I told you I read them. Not a, a lot of. I've been overwhelmed. Thank you for all of them, but I haven't been able to read them all. But somebody said that he had did an interview or, or something that he said that his character was based off of Lestat, mm-hmm. the Queen of the Dam. And you nailed that. Just but you're like, I just that look. Smell the look he was vampire. pulling off and everything. And, yeah. You know, I love some vampire love, some glampires, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, um, so so obviously I, I've, I've given you my man crush on Damien Priest, right? <laughs> so, and then um, tall, dark. And then you got. Yeah, you got Jeff, who I love dearly. Like, he's just a great individual. And so I'm watching it, and I just don't know if Jeff's a little off in that match or Damien's mm-hmm. trying to do bigger, bigger. He's a big guy, and Jeff's considerably smaller. Like, he did like some type of dive out, a rolling dive out the ropes to set up a, a, a moment where him and Seamus had to stare off to have that moment. That was set up. That was, It just looked kind of weird. But then he stepped in over and did like a. a 
it looked like it should have been like a leg drop that like guillotines your head, you know. So mm. he, he, he comes one foot. So he's standing on the outside, puts one foot in, steps over the top rope, puts one foot in, jumps in, and then does like a, a leg lariat but reverse. So it'd be the inside of the leg. So it turns into like, I, it looks like it should have turned into basically a leg drop, but it came across the body. So I, I don't know, maybe, I don't, I don't know which, which it was because I saw they went for a, a, a belly, a back, a back. Uh, belly to back off the uh, top rope and it turns into a crossbody. Well, to me, as a wrestler, it looked like, man, Damien took a lot of weight. Maybe he didn't, but it looked like he took a lot of weight. Uh, uh, an awkward moment across the thing. It didn't like land into it, but maybe that's what they were going for. But as a person that's teaching wrestling stuff, this and that, I'm looking for safety over a lot of things. So they mm-hmm. look kind of, so I'm going, oh, I don't know what's going on there. So uh, I, I worry that like, still doing shows and I'm not doing it on that level but when I see them do it on that level I go maybe I'm where I should be running my my weekend warrior stuff I'm out there you know running and gunning Fridays Saturdays and Sundays and you know teaching and stuff because could could I run with a thoroughbred like Damian Priest or or uh, Ziggler like when he's on top of his game since being a mentioned brother you know or Mm -hmm. or even Seamus even though I've worked Seamus and 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 Galloway uh, uh, Drew McIntyre all in the early years when they were coming out, and, and I was like running them, but 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 I was still like in my prime and still like I was full of fire and still shooting dynamite or thunderbolts out of my ass, you know, William Wallace. <laughs> you know, that like, painful. Whatever. I, I'm the, my point was, is I was still full of piss and vinegar, right? And I, I, even though at an older age, now I'm 52, and then people get those comments, hey, can you, uh, you should go back to AEW or, or you should do a run in WWE. I, well, I don't know that I should because I watch matches like that and I don't know if it was Jeff or, or Damien. Maybe Damien was slowing down because these movesets, some of these movesets need to be set up faster out of respect. So like, so I, I question that a lot. But then, then um, you know, you got Jeff in this match. I question should Jeff be in this match where he came out. He did beat Karen, Karen Cross, whatever that was, whether that was a message to Karen Cross or a welcome to like, the big leagues, you know, we're going to be humbled out the gate. I don't know why, where Jeff was in that match. Like, Jeff, I have loads of respect for and everything. But, um, I mean, he's still painting his face. Comes around. That's really a younger person's character. I, I mean, I see him more as, like, a, not that he can't work. He, he's got, he does more crap than I could ever do. Uh, and he does amazing things. But, where, where I mean, it's, where should he be used? And then, then you hear stuff where, and then I guess supposedly Raymond was telling me earlier that there was um, a lot of heat that he was used in twenty four seven because he's iconic. The ladder matches, all the things he's done with his brother and himself throughout the years, and all the injuries taken, he's broke down to uh, being an extra running around in in a twenty four seven. They're not thing. utilizing him correctly. So yeah. right. So so did they throw him in that match because of that? Did, did is that is that fair to him? That he went online and did a thing saying, "Oh, I'm just happy to be here." Blah 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 blah. And the next thing you know, you're in that title match. I think Did- he needs to listen to the fans. Right, but my my question is like, I'm I guess I'm analyzing myself like and trying to justify why I'm going to start. I'm trying to do a podcast. I'm do, do, well. We are doing a podcast. I'm not trying. It is happening. So I'm going to be my gang. But. Like, I got some realities to face that, you know, um, I'm not going back to a major company, despite, thank you all the people that think that I can do that. It's not going to happen. And if it would, it'd be a one-off. It's not a long-term thing. But, like, you don't want to, I don't want to see Jeff used in 
silly ways when he's done such iconic things. Like you said, used the wrong way. I think he should be featured in certain things and featured well, not not to be beaten, not beaten or, or this and this and that, or not to be exposed if, if it is him that's getting a little bit older or he's being beat up and binged up or whatever. So I worry. So I guess I'm... I'm I'm watching that, and at the same time, I'm I'm searching for answers to make a decision. I have to make a decision on a knee surgery coming up, you know, um, whether I do it or not. If I do it, I'm, I'm done, you know. So, uh, I mean, I'm not going to scare anybody in bookings this year, but I'm slammed to my next weekend off is, is, is Christmas. That's my next weekend off. But um, I have to make a decision soon if I want to do it this year due to some insurance things and stuff like that. It, it That's way more affordable this year than to, to do it and then not have an income in wrestling and do it later, right? So um, right now I'm doing very well and, and life is good. So I, I'm trying to justify these things. So I watch Jeff and then I start feeling like, well, I'll, I'm obviously not going back there. I, I, I'm i not of that caliber anymore. Um, I mean, I could go back and work a gimmick of that caliber and not it bump way less and this and this and that. So it's not impossible, but, but it's not going to happen. If it's going to happen, it would probably happen by now. So but I, I just hate to see Jeff be thrown into that situation and then, but I don't know if it was him or not. I, I could have been looking at things awkward. It could have just been two people trying to do some cool stuff that just didn't match up in that kind of way, you know. But I don't know where I was even going with that. But now you got me soul searching myself here. Out lie, I like talking to people at my head, their houses. Like he, he's about to cry. He's gonna Aww. have a breakdown. He says there's a lot of weird energy in the air today. You know who I'd like to see in like a match though, and it's not gonna happen because they're on different brands. Is Jeff Hardy and and Darby Allen? Right, but see, I I think Darby could do that because he's done it with everybody. He's I'm not not the hugest uh, Darby Allen fan in a sense of like killing his body, like like some oh, of the things he does hurting. is so think. But I think with Jeff's knowledge and, and Darby's balls of courage or, okay. or lack of fear, um, they could probably come up with some really creative stuff, mm-hmm. like and and really structure something really really cool, like that could be magical. Like, man, maybe that'd be a uh, maybe Jeff leaves. Tags with his brother, has one more run, and then wraps it up with a Darby Allen. Fair for him. Fair for him. Maybe. But I, I, I'm not saying Jeff's ready to leave. I'm, I'm just saying that I don't know if they're like you. I guess you said it right out the gate. They're, they're not using them the right way. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm happy for Damian Priest, but I don't know. And I know he was probably really happy with that match. because, Like, not the match itself, but probably with that matchup when they told him. Because he's a big fan of um, all the... All the brood stuff and the Hardys and that whole era. He's a great dude. So brood, um, new brood, the new brood, anything brood adjacent, brood related. <laughs> yeah, anything with some vampires in it. So obviously he's a vampire. Yeah, he, he's proven vampire. it. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Well, since we did kind of bring up Darby um, briefly, why don't we talk a little bit about AAW? Uh, something okay. that we I did not watch it this week. Me neither. But uh, just one of the things I know Raymond wanted us to mention last week was the idea that. Do you think MJF, what, what was the exact sentiment? Do you think MJF benefited from the feud with Chris Jericho? Jericho? Hold on, no, I want to address something. I'm sorry, can I can I go back to something? Hell yeah. This is another YouTube somebody sent in, another thing they sent hmm. in. All right, they said, no, you got it wrong, AEW's building star. I, I said star power, superstars. WWE is building, like, they build like major stars. Yes, AEW is building because you made me think of like Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. They're building these newer stars, but they're, they're not 
focus on building one major superstar, and then that was the point with that. So except for MJF, that he is a guy because when you exactly. said MJF, what I'm he saying is a, a guy they have built to be a superstar, right? And he's going through all those levels, and Darby's right behind him in a, in a sense. But but it, 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 they've spread things out all over the place. It's really hard, you know. Like WWE through the years, you'll name like you'll Hulk Hogan will always reign with you, right? Bret Hart, you know, it's gonna reign. even though they went there at first, but it was WWE or WWF at the time. So. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're household names everywhere. Yeah. It, you know, you yeah, had cartoons, this and this and that. And, and it wasn't knocking AEW wrestlers, this and that. I just said that if you spent six months in WWE and you spent six months in AEW, people are going to know you. You're a household name from WWE. That's all. Well, I mean, but we still have to remember that yeah, AEW is a baby. Yeah. You know, like, so who's to say that in the next couple of years, MJF won't be a household name? We don't know No, that. no, no, no. I'm not saying they're building MJF. Mm-hmm. No, they're, they're building a couple, but it was like, oh, <laughs> they changed things so much. I can't, I don't know if they're, they say AEW is long-term booking, but I, I don't know. Sometimes I, I can't figure it out. Do you think it is? Uh, I don't know yet. I mean, maybe MGF was a long-term project, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like Orange Cassidy here and is there. he? Where is he going? Well, well, he help a- me understand. A, and I like Orange Cassidy. Yeah. I've wrestled him. He's, I think he's super talented, and I think he's super respectful. So I'm not knocking Orange Cassidy. I'm just asking you, where, where do you think they're going with that? Where do you think they're going? I've I, had a conversation with him before he went there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I, I liked when they kind of switched it up a little bit when he had the feud with Jericho. I thought that was really neat because it shows, like, he can work a different style. I think that his gimmick is so neat and cool and no one else does it, but I think at some point it's going to have to change. I mean, it has to, right? Right, so I worked him on, um, before, just as he signed, had just signed, I don't know if it was even out yet or not, maybe it was, because I knew about it, and I, I guess I don't know really, I'm not a secret loop or anything. Um, and I was working him, and then he, <laughs> I had to work him, and he, he, was very, he was very worried to ask me about doing his kicks and, and stuff, and how to go about that, because like... I guess a lot of people have told him, like, oh, Gangrel's, like, old school. He hates that comedy shit. (laughs) They're right. (laughs) They are very well right. I am old school, and I I do very much dislike comedy. Well, it's not my forte. It's just not my strength, okay? And I stick with my strengths, you know? I'm going to stick with what got me paid and got me to the the pay window. You know what I mean? I'm going to stick with what got me there. That's aggression and and working hard and a physical style. Um, And I was a big fan of Japan style, Stampede and stuff. That style. It was not very comedy. Now Japan's like all comedy. But when I was coming up, it was very little comedy in Japan, except for the the crazy wacky TV shows where they would jump in like electrocute yourselves and ice baths and stuff like that. Some crazy like TV shows. Like but but the wrestling was like very serious. So um so he was like really respectful and shy and asked me. And I'm like, ah. And he gave his pitch to me, you know. Uh, you know, I'm going to have my hands in my pocket. I don't know if you see my character. I said, I've seen it. I've been on like, I've been on a few different shows, you know. Um, so, and and, 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 I, and I said, I, I know you from before. <laughs> like when, when you were just a rest, uh, that wasn't your character. Um, which I believe that character comes from Hot Summer Nights, right? Or was that, oh. that One Hot Summer, Hot Summer Night? Uh, so it's, it's a show. It's it's uh, I think it's called Hot Summer Nights. But there's a character on there. It's just like oh, he's like a sloth. It's like, he's like so, the whole movie. He's got sunglasses on. He's like, eh. <laughs> like now I need to know. Yeah, yeah, you gotta check it out. It's 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 a it's a legit thing. It's a leg- um. So he's super nice. He comes to me and then then um and I'm like yeah I'm listening. But I had already knew. So I had already had I've had actually literally had some older 
people than me in wrestling. Like, um, so I'm that have done some stuff. A couple of them had done some stuff, and one, you know, and, and there was a few that have, you know just kind of floated in the indie scenes, but but tasted a cup of coffee here and there, right? We need a fucking excuse my language. You're gonna flipping uh, kick your ass. You're gonna show them how 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 it's done. I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> you know, I'm like why, <laughs> you know? But you know, the whole time I'm thinking, man, I did a vampire character. Nobody beat me up. Like, you know, I did something different. But so I, I don't really think like that. I I think like that if you disrespect wrestling and and um, uh, you're not trained properly or you, you, you're you're careless with with your movements that you hurt somebody and stuff like that. I mean, I don't judge anybody for a character style. Uh, that's just your style. That's who you are. Whether I can work that style or we can meet in the middle and make magic, I don't know. But I'm certainly not going to be mad about your style, you know, unless it's cheapening of uh, like sexual or something like mm. girls. I don't like that. I'm not a big fan of that. I'll be honest about that. I'm not a big fan of girls coming across like hookers and stuff. You know, whatever. Mm. Um, I mean, the hoes do one thing, but I'm, I don't mean like that. I just mean whipping your tits out every show and and and, and whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess they do it in movies, but it's just not my thing. Um, I mean, I'll watch and go, okay, but it, it, it's not, it's <laughs> okay. not, <laughs> okay, boobies, but it, uh, it's not my thing. Babies. No. It's just not my thing in wrestling, because I think the girls work way too hard to be credible wrestlers, to, to, to lose with that. And that, that's, we talked about that last week. Right. There. But, so, he pitched everything to me, and I was just like, I listened. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he was thinking, because I was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Much like Chevy Chase when they were uh, on vacation, and he robbed the cash register, and they're looking, look, the Grand Canyon deck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and I, I said, well, I said, let me let me go watch the match. And so I go out. This is before the show was started. And I go out there and I go. This guy is going through light bulbs. Another guy, literally, G Raver falls off the top of a ladder, nearly severs his arm off, and there's so much blood everywhere. This and this and that. And <laughs> I've seen everything. I've seen a dude crawl across the ceiling at his game chain and drop off the ceiling for something. And oh, is he Spider Man? Uh, I saw thirty dives to the crowd, some legitimate like uh serious spot wrestling, like uh but like in a good way. So they covered that intense sequences of wrestling ending with dives and this and this and that. And so like everything from gore the insanity to stupidity to dumbass just dumbass shit, which is their choice to do it. Like uh, uh it's dangerous, but that that's what I'm being my dumbass, like I mean I, I'm not knocking the hardcore stuff because I did it for two years. People don't know it. I did type A death glass matches. I've right. I've gone through more fluorescent tubes than I could ever count. More than higher than I can count. Um, so I've done it. I'm, so I'm not knocking it. I've done it, and, and I, I made a living for two years at it. So I'm not knocking it. It's just it's just a preference. It's an art style. It's what you want to do. There's a time and a place for it. Um, I, I just prefer not to do it. I, I prefer pure wrestling. That's what I my I like my. So, so I see all this out there, and I, I come back to him, and I go, yeah, that works. He goes, really? I go, there's nothing else to do but comedy. They've done everything. So I said, I'll even put my hands back in my pocket, and I'll kick you back. I said, there's nothing else left to do. Could have went out there and grabbed the head, but there's so much blood and glass in the ring, and this and this and that. But then here's the point where I get to him, and, and where, I, where I'm at with you is uh, I go, so you're an AEW? He goes, yeah, man, I'm so lucky. And he was so super excited about it. I go, are you doing this character? The Orange Cassidy thing? Yeah, yeah, that's what they want. I go, where are you going to go from there? <laughs> you know, how long do you think you can do that? And, you know, he, he's looking. I said, do you have an exit out of it? Do you think? And, and, you know, he was eventually what, what he was saying is he's hoping, that, like, I don't know when, but 
it, it just transferred back into just showing that he's a, a wrestler, you know, and, mm-hmm. and can actually do some stuff. He's super athletic, this and that. So maybe the Jericho thing gave you a glimpse of that, right? So oh, I didn't see definitely. that. Oh, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, it was. So it was like, because I've seen him before, the whole the whole pants and the kicker thing, and he, he's, a, he's a good worker. So, um, yeah, so I guess his hopes, what he told me, was to slowly transfer into a wrestler after, but is but you got to ask yourself: Is the Orange Cassidy thing so stereotype that will he be able to move on outside of AEW to per se WWE and be accepted? Or does he want to be? Or well, I don't know. But how long? Well, that uh, the back end of that is if he stays in AEW and he tries to change that and become a serious wrestler and he doesn't do that anymore will he be accepted like how how's that work you know it's, it's a slippery slope well like you were saying i mean we've seen character changes with someone like miro pretty fast that happened i mean well, i feel like they're which i hence they change things in me in times faster somebody argued with me about but go ahead well, <laughs> well what i'm saying is is <clears throat> if they're comfortable with someone making a change i feel like they're the company that would allow it how long does he go as orange cassidy though before it's not until like, it's like the brute for example the brute Eight months is all the brood was. Maybe nine. If we would have stayed the brood for two years, would there have been... You, you can't hold Edge back that long. Or, or, or Christian, maybe you could. Maybe not. But Edge definitely they had ideas and plans for him. And everywhere he goes now, the first thing they ask him about, and you'll tell yourself, is the brood. Like, mm-hmm. So imagine if he spent more time than that in there and then tried to change. You, you know, That's just a little example. But Orange Cassidy is him by himself doing that. And that's what he's strictly known for. Can he... Will he... I mean... I'm just saying, I don't know how lo- much longer. He better start changing. <laughs> like I'm we thinking, he might need to start changing and revamping, um, and 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 slowly di- di- going into the direction he wants to be in the future, so he can build that before things get out of hand. Because you know, who knows what wrestling's going to be there in a year? There, they they went from like what well, using all our guys to this and this and that to like they've hired every <laughs> they got Daniel Bryan's and Brian Danielson and. CM Punk and who else? The stars are coming in and coming in and coming in. Adam Cole, Bray Wyatt. Adam Cole, Raymond saying Bray Wyatt's coming. I guess that's a rumor. Right? So it sounds like they're filling up the rosters with the other guys that are established somewhere else. And I guess you said they have their own show, and you said it, Raymond, or you you Raymond. mentioned it, Universal. They're filming oh, right, Universal, right. The Dark, right? yeah. The Dark, right? So I guess they got all this and this and that, but I'm thinking at some point a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. Right, so you think they're gonna do a roster release on AEW? How I'm, how long can you pay all, all these people? If you're trying to <laughs> if you're a business, forever. If you're a good businessman, and I'm not saying yeah, he, I'm not saying he's not a good person. Obviously, he's a good person. Obviously, he's a good person. But a good businessman, or is Tony Khan's money his money, or is it his dad's money? Did Tony Khan invest some stuff, or is that his dad's money he's playing with? Dad, maybe oh. I'm thinking right. So how long does they go? Okay, son. <laughs> Enough's enough. Um, it was a tax write-off. Now it's becoming a, 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 a you know, it's like that movie. Uh, what was that? Money Pit. You know, oh. <laughs> 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 I was just like, <laughs> you know. But I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I, 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 everything I hear about Tony Khan is he's a tremendous individual, and everybody goes there. Of course, they're gonna like him when he, he says, "Yeah, do what you want. That's great." Like. Sure, you have ideas. If somebody tells you your ideas are great, when you've been shit on by 
Vince McMahon the whole time. <laughs> like, no, I don't see that happening. Or, or tell you, yeah, maybe. And then you go there and it's totally re- been rewritten. You believe all the way up to like two days before the pay-per-view you're doing this. And you're like, no, you're not working here. We're pulling that. You know, and that does happen there. That does happen a lot there. You don't have that kind of creative control that they're giving them AEW. So, of course, they're all happy. Mm-hmm. But by, by far, I'm not saying he's a bad person at all. I think he's probably an amazing human being from everything I've heard from anybody. I've never heard anybody say anything bad about him that, that I know personally that have exchanges with him. My exchanges yeah. weren't bad with him. He was great with me. Um, I just, <laughs> how long can you do business? Do you you got to answer to the numbers at some point. I mean, you could be a billion billionaire, but at some point, somebody's going to tell you you got to answer to the numbers. You got an accountant, or somebody is going to tell you, "Hey, you got to, you got to cut some dead weight because we need money to go overseas here. We're going to need money here. So, if you let these thirty people go, like, what are they even doing? They're on dark. What are they? And these were the people that he probably said, "Oh no, we're going to build a company." You know, and it just didn't work like that. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. We we all have hopes and dreams, and all would look. I, mean, I know you're a good person, just from some of the stuff you. I've known. I know you know you, but even today, just you're worried about somebody that. Mm. You know, you, you just carry other people's weight. You, you're carrying it to to the point that affects your life, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that Tony's like that too. I'm sure that because he told somebody, "Oh man, we're gonna do this and that," and they're there. He probably probably sits up whether that person. Nobody in the rest of the world knows that person. He probably sits up at night going, man, I can't let him down. I can't cut this guy. But numbers say, and are we using this guy? Is that what we need to be doing? <laughs> you need to cut this guy or cut that guy or cut 30 of these guys and invest the money in the other way to make the company successful more so you can come back and pick those guys back up again later when they're ready. Right. You know, when they're ready. So, you know, you got to make decisions like that. You can't just run with your heart. You can't run a company with your heart and... and you got to run it with a business module, or it doesn't matter how much money you have. I, I I'll say that to the day I die. You and and, and I on a small, such a minute level, trying to run a school and shows and stuff like that, <laughs> and people just, oh, can I work a show? And they just show up. And you're like, oh, and you've written the thing out. You've written it out. You've written out a three month program. This isn't even TV. You just did this for your student shows. You know, you've written out a three month program. You're like. Wait, this messes the flow of the show up. This kills the budget this way. And now I got to take from this to add to this, take time from that. And it's not. You got to have a business model and you got to stick to it. You have to learn no. You got to learn to be able to say no. Not like, no, you're an old guy and I'm not being bitter or something like that because they didn't say that. But it's probably been thought. But oh, well, just young guys. But you got to know when to, to cut, reevaluate. And say we're going to loop back to you again because we want to invest here to be able to grow in a positive way, not just just keep throwing money to keep growing. It just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Right? Yeah, this I is mean, another only time will tell scenario. Yeah. It's still so so young, you know. It's yeah. still a baby. And, and I'm not knocking it by no means. And I don't. I, I almost feel crappy that I got to say that I'm not knocking it because it, it's like because it's like a PC world. But no, it's it's not. No, you you got to run it in a business. Ma- you got to run it. You have to say it because someone could take what you said out of context and then you could be like, <laughs> look what I said. Yeah, this is, what this I is not that said. case at all because uh, I've been nothing but I've had nothing but good experiences with them and stuff, you know. Um, yeah, uh, but I'm just looking at it as a business sense. You know, everybody's upset with WWE cutting all these budgets. I mean, even catering, I thought that was like, wow, I mean, they're cutting catering, but... I guess deep down aside, do I get it? I, I guess if you're answering to a bunch of other shareholders and a bunch of other people, you got to answer to the numbers. It's a business. Mm-hmm. 
Now, when Vince McMahon owned it, he would lend you money. You could go up to him when, before it was all corporate and stock and all that. If you were working for him and you said, man, I, I got behind on my mortgage. I had to pay for my mom's funeral or, or whatever happened. Some disaster, something horrible or whatever. You're in a spot, whatever it is. He'd personally lend you money and then take it out of your checks throughout a period of time while you worked there. You know, uh, whether that's good or bad uh, for you, I don't know, because you know he has something on you in a business sense. But but that option was there, and and it was that's because it was family, man. Mm-hmm. He owned it. Now you're answering to people numbers. Now Tony Khan is a family thing, and but at some point it's 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 a business. And the at the end of the day, and the end of a, a fiscal year or annual whatever. There was numbers to be answered to and, and demands and, and, and expectations from, from everybody. So you can throw money and almost fix anything, but it's going to catch up to you somewhere. It's going to catch up. But yeah. enough of my, my rantings about that. All right. So uh, I know it's getting about that time. We got to get to Pandora's box. But let's talk about, uh, I know Raymond had asked us to talk about it earlier, but we mm-hmm. kind of got sidetracked because I go all over the place. But Gabe, <laughs> Gabe Stevenson signing. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. That is. So, so, yeah. so this guy. Not only medaled, but he gold medaled in the Tokyo Olympics. Crazy. And and now he's 21 years old. He's that young? He's 21. He's 21, good looking. And he signs a deal with WWE. But he signs a deal with WWE, but yet he's still going to college. Mm. He still has one more year for the University of Minnesota. So he signed a deal. Now he's a gold medalist in the Olympics. He still has another year at Division One college wrestling. Like so, he's he's the champion there. So he's going back to defend that. <laughs> so he's gonna go to school one more year. So if I if I understood this right, WWE is gonna set a remote training facility up for him. So why he's not only going to school and he's wrestling in the Minnesota program, he's gonna be training for WWE at 21 years old, and he's a gold medal. Uh, things. So I think Raymond was asking, how did he compare up to like? Kurt Henning and stuff. I, I don't think he is anywhere. Kurt Angle. Uh, Kurt, Kurt Angle. Kurt Henning, rest in peace. A great guy. But uh, it said Minnesota. So Kurt Henning, Minnesota. Like, um, you know, all the great, a lot of great wrestlers come from Minnesota. Rest in peace, Kurt Henning. Great guy. Amazing talent. Patted a lot of my bumping after him. But um, Kurt Angle. So Pittsburgh. Now we're in Pittsburgh. So <laughs> Kurt Angle. How's it, does he, he was at, Raymond was asking me, how, what do you think and how does that compare up? I go, well, I don't know. He's 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle was. I don't think he's 21, but he's already grizzled. He had a broken neck. Um, he won the Olympics. Or he medaled with a – did he get a gold too, Kurt? Yeah, gold medal mm-hmm. with a broken neck. Yeah. Um, my mind's losing it. So, you know, they have that in common. But 21 years old, he's still in college. He's, his body's good. I don't know what he's going to do. I, I don't. I haven't seen him in a professional ring and what he's done, but um, – but he's got a well, well of a head start on Kurt. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt went through ECW and came in, and then he debuted in, in WWF at the time. But he had did some ECW runs, and Kurt was hella committed. He's taking chair shots. He's going that that whole attitude era, which was a rougher, um, rougher on your body, harder, definitely harder on your body era uh, because you know we were just trying to out top each other one another but but plus he also went to that ECW program uh, when it was actually ECW uh, in, in Philly so he did come a harder route and this and that now being a PG era being young at 21 still going to college and then you're going to get remote training I, I think he's got a head start on, on Kurt I, I feel like they must really be invested in him if they're willing to well, you know let him still wrestle for college and build this remote training hey 
He won a gold medal in the Olympics. What else do you need? That's like that street credit, right? That, that's all the street credit you need right you there. Street credit, hustle credit, put me on USA Network credit. <laughs> like, that, that's 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 the, that's the uh, Willy Wonka's golden ticket. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he worked hard chocolate? to get that ticket. It wasn't a lottery to get the ticket and random luck. He busted his ass. He's, he's wrestled. He's a, he's a Division One champion, and now he's a, he's a gold medalist. He's going back to college to Minnesota to defend that division championship. And he's now um, a WWE uh, employee or maybe he's, a, uh, maybe he's an individual contractor. I don't know. But he's there. He's part of the, the three-ring circus now. So, But he's still got that. So I think he's well ahead. Uh, Kurt's a great guy. Uh, great guy. Uh, like I said, it was more a physical error and a lot harder on the body. Plus, he had already had the broken neck and stuff like that. So... The, the, I think the only similarities is the gold medal in the Olympics, you know. But uh, I think this kid... Pretty big similarity. Uh, Kurt was good, a good wrestler, though. I don't know. I haven't seen Gabe wrestle yet. So maybe maybe I can't compliment. I can't comment. Not compliment. I can't comment on similarities wrestling-wise. Maybe there's video out there. Uh, there must be something. Uh, but I haven't seen it. So Have you? No. Well, what about, like, Mark Henry? Because he was also Olympic. Strongest man. He, he was powerlifting and stuff like that, right, if I was correct. Mark Henry's just a beast. But Mark, Mark, was, it was a tough transition for him. Now he understands wrestling, but he, 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 you do it every day of the week. You're on the road every day of the week. And Mark Henry worked with great workers that, like, you know, Owen Hart and, and, and you know, D'Lo's a great worker when he tagged with D'Lo. But then there's the Godfather. Uh, all these guys, he, he totally, he, he learned under the uh, his learning tree of all these, like, great guys and, and then some that I didn't even mention. There's just so many. Uh, now, it's a different era of wrestling. Um, Generational-wise, it's different style. But uh, I think they're going to invest in him. He's legitimate. I mean, they got Brock. They can't keep Brock forever. Maybe he's the next Brock Lesnar. Oh, uh, that's a big statement. Know, well, I don't know. I'm just, how long is Brock going to do it? You know, I mean, you can go out there and kill people for a while for it takes a toll on your body. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Destroying people with, what is it, the F5s is mm-hmm. too hard on your body. But, um, but uh, you know, you got, who's Brock feuding now? Roman Reigns or something? Is that what's Looking going like on? Looking like it. Yeah, it's probably made Raymond happy there. Um, <laughs> like, you happy? Yeah. It's not Undertaker. Yeah, <laughs> uh... uh, but he's heard the rumors Undertaker's coming back or something. Yeah, so he's that probably is heard about rumor. that. <laughs> here, here, the scutterbugs amongst you, you uh, dark net people or whatever's going on out there. <laughs> like, Pandora's dark box. Web. Yes, what's in the box? What's like, in the box? I, but I just wanted to bring that up. I know he wanted to, to talk about it. But congratulations, no, Gabe Stevens, on your journey into professional wrestling. Please finish college out strong. Do not let it affect your college wrestling and college career. For that education, so you know what to do with that money, my man. <laughs> there's a lot in here. Is that box heavy? Oh, is our souls just heavy today? <laughs> no, Raymond was writing these out for like 30 minutes before we started. Oh, so. that's because he was uh, translating like, what's in the box? <laughs> All right. Whew. Okay, we'll get through as many as we can. You ready for the first one? Not really. <laughs> These are all about vampiro this week. No, I'm just kidding. What okay. the hell? I'm done. I'm done. Okay, 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 okay. This is from Trill Sam 12. Who's your pick? Kenny Omega or Roman Reigns? Kenny was recently crowned number one wrestler in the world, and Roman came in at number two. Uh, if I was going to go on uh, wrestling, just as wrestling uh, Kenny Omega you know if, if he's going on wrestling stuff you're going on overall entertainment show business and wrestling the whole total package blah 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 
I'm going to lean to Roman Reigns. Oh, okay. But Kenny Omega, as a, as, as a wrestler, just if, if like AEW's wrestling, they just go wrestle, right? That, that would say Kenny Omega. When it comes down to the wrestling skill about it. Yeah, I mean, Kenny Omega, when he was in uh, New Japan, was just like, oh, my God, what a standout, obviously. I mean, he was yeah. – I, yeah. I would go Kenny. Yeah. I yeah. I, I think what he's doing now is interesting. It's not my favorite thing, but I get it. But I'm well, just – the chops. Yeah, like, I get it. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't and know. old Don Callis and all that. But, yeah, no, the wrestling, pure wrestling alone, if you just said, hey, wrestling, I'd go Kenny Omega. But – if I'm looking at the overall packages and where everybody stands this past year, where they're at, and the angles and everything, then I go Roman Reigns. Okay. All right. Okay. This one, our buddy. Curve Solo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Do you have a thing for Curve Solo? Because you, missed you're, last week. All right. Yeah. He missed last week? How uh, dare he? Well, welcome back. There's hundreds of YouTube comments in there and questions. Right? Listen, I... See him. I no, Kurt, nothing against Curve. What's up, Curve? He, okay. he just likes hearing us try to say his name. Curves. Curves are so low. I think so, we so, got so it. So, so studio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Susan hates Phil Collins. I don't know how she. What? Well, hey, I don't like. She just oh, likes God. Phil Collins. I don't know how. Genesis too. Yeah, even that. Yeah, but she likes Peter Gabriel. So uh, uh, Genesis. Wanna I wanna be your sledgehammer. Oh, that's such a good song. Oh. We're gonna have to do like we'll do, we'll do a karaoke show. Wing I got show. something in my ear. What's going on? Okay, well, it's curved so 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 solo. Uh, did you have more fun working house shows or TV tapings? And can you tell us some of the differences uh, between the two? Oh, by far, house shows. Uh, house shows because you don't have uh, a leash on you. You, you don't have a. Uh, 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 <laughs> TV. You just know margin for error you know it's not like um, movies sets this and that we film something six angles this way six angles that way six angles this way and it's all one thing it's one and done on tvs you got to get it right you need to know where you're going with everything and, and the pressure is just really really on you with tv this is a lot more pressure it's just it's just a high stress situation um uh, but definitely house shows because there's no leash on you. You, you know, you, they give you like 15 minutes. You go out there and you do what you do well. And that's where you, you get to tell a little bit longer matches with more storytelling and stuff like that. And have fun out there. The house shows are by far way more fun. You know, TVs, are, you know, you live forever on TV. It's on film, right? So that's the great thing about that. But when you're just asking about which one do you have more fun in, with and do prefer doing um, house shows by far. Cool. All right. Got your answer. Curve so so solo. We look forward to uh, seeing what you come up with for next week. Seeing as now you're part of this thing. Okay. <laughs> this one is from uh, Bert Bertov. Bertov. Okay. Berto. Bert Bertov. I often hear stories about wrestlers going into business for themselves. Do you know any of the stories that has worked out in the wrestler's best interest? Well, I. I... There's a lot of ways of looking at going into business for yourselves. Like, um, are you asking, like, did they bury another wrestler to get themselves over? Or, or did they go behind their back to 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 the, to the promoter? Bury? I, I don't know. There's so many ways to look at it. But I could tell you one that's positive that involves me. It's not a negative thing. Um, and it's a compliment. But it could be looked at. It could easily be looked at as going into business for themselves by the promoter or producers or something like that. So I'll give you a quick rundown on that. So it involves me and, and Adam Edge and Christian and Doc Hendricks and whatever. So um, 
this is one of our first times to speak as the brood. We're, I don't think Christian had speaking line, but me and Edge had speaking lines. And it was a Doc Kendrick's interview. I think it's where we gave him a bloodbath and stuff. So they literally gave us both like three sheets of paper. Full. Full. I, I remember trying to read the dialogue. And I would go, Adam, uh, Edge, what, what what does this mean? Like, I can't, I can't even pronounce this. What what does that even mean? He goes, I don't know, buddy. <laughs> like, he's like, so I don't know, buddy. Look at my stuff. And he, he had some complex stuff, too. I'm like. What is this like? And and then I sat there and, and I would have to go and I would try to look up, find something, or I'd go ask somebody for certain things. And and with the fangs in, mm. some of these words were like nearly impossible to pronounce to enunciate. You know, I'm like fucking fuckatash. You know, like it's like there's spit everywhere. So I'm like, man, I was struggling with them, but why didn't want to let anybody down? This is what they asked of me, right? You know, so and you know. Uh, first promo and so and, and i still didn't know how to i didn't, I didn't know how to, how to just be an extension of yourself throughout but i didn't understand that you know uh didn't do a lot of promo stuff before that to like you'd always try to put a mean voice and you know it, i didn't know how to just talk or, or just be just deliver you know so uh so on top of that not even understanding <laughs> what these words some some of them meant and and then so how did how you would use them or put an enunciation on it or a facial expression along with it or so so i read it i go through it and i see him i see edge reading his he's like Baba, he's reading him reading him reading and then uh so okay we're gonna go so we get out there and uh i go horribly through my monologue horribly through the monologue blah 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 leaving half of it out because I'm like fuck is that supposed to like I don't even know what I'm talking about <laughs> I don't even know what it is because it's not me and it, it wasn't anything I foreseen uh, foreseen uh, I, did, I had no idea what's going on so I get through it I'm like oh god thank you I'm done like you know like in my head you know but you're out there trying to be cool but literally you're like a duck on the water you know like you look as smooth here, but inside everything's just like, oh god, that sucked. It was terrible, man. Why did I even do that? I should just just not talked at all and just just went with whatever. And then here he goes, Edge goes, and I'm like, oh, let's see how he does. So he starts out with it, like a few of it, a little bit of it, scrubs it, and he just says, and beware and take care. Because the freaks come out at night. What the fuck's always remembered out of that now? They always say the freaks come out at night. Mm-hmm. Even drop that on the, that, uh, was it SmackDown when he did the thing with Rollins, the bloodbath? Mm-hmm. He, he threw all that monologue out. He just threw it out. So he took a gamble and it paid off. But, you know, he was going to be all right no matter what he did because they were, like, invested in him. But but he's good. But but he was smart. He went and he took a chance. And I guess you could say that's going into business for yourself. But he took the he took the chance and he won. I was so mad. I was like, mother, well, I, didn't, I could have said that. Beware, take care, you know. Want some, get some, bad enough, take some, all in 24-7, you know. I could have did anything that's me, that's more naturally me. I mean, you know, I, more of my hashtags and stuff are, are out of like, like the 80s rapper drama or something. I don't know. Lay, 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 right, lay, right. Get on up, get on up. You know, want some, don't start no shit, won't be no shit, want some. Get, it all, that's just who I am. That's where I grew up. That's what I listen to. That's just that's just me, right? So I could have made that work somehow. And uh, But damn it all. He just went, beware and take care. Remember the freaks come out at night or something like that. Damn if people don't still say that. You sure do. So, <laughs> like, so, so, uh, 
yeah, you can look at that as that. But that, and the was happy though. It was great. It saved the segment and boom, boom, that solidified it. Yeah, that dude's the star of that group, right? Which is cool. He always was. They knew that, and and I knew that too. And um, that was awesome. But I don't know if that answers your thing. I don't really have any experience. I could tell you. Yeah. People try to go on yourself. It really doesn't really work out that well. Um, I mean, the Click was a whole faction that went into group for themselves and did the whole thing. I mean, they they were united. They stand, you know, divided. Maybe they'd fall. I don't know. Hunter runs the company now, so you tell me. <laughs> like, but but um, that's just my personal little experience. You know? Who's your favorite rapper or rap group? Uh, you know, I like Ludacris a lot. Like a lot. I don't know. Um, Favorite rap Luda. group, but we can go all the way back to like A's because I'm always we, we did rappers to die, rappers to light on here, so you know. I'm yeah, kidding. I think they want more. But um, Slick Rick, I like Slick Rick too. Yeah. I like a lot of the older stuff, you know, you, you know the first coming on the scene stuff like that. But okay. then um, you know, then the soul singers and stuff like 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 yesterday in class, the the whole time was Rick James. I had Rick James on the whole time. Rick James, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Chappelle and was it uh. Charlie Murphy made oh, that yeah. so iconic. Then Rick James owned up to it. He just took it and ran with it, and then he passed away. But, yeah, he's a trouble mess, Rick James, man, with all this stuff going on. But man. Rick James. Yeah, we'll have to do, like, another, like, <laughs> rap beatbox thing. I remember wow. I tried to learn that song Godzilla from Eminem. Yeah. Oh, Godzilla. Like, Eminem. I tried to learn that. I like, I like, uh, I like, I still like a lot of DMX. I still like DMX. Oh. Yeah, from the hood to the rest. wood. From the hood to the wood. R.I.P. DMX. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Back to Pandy. We ready for some more? What's in the box? What's in the box? Okay. Okay. Uh, this is from Taz23 underscore. Okay. So, uh, have you ever been to Rustler's Court, or do you have any backstage stories about it? Uh, no, I don't believe I've ever been to court. If I have, I probably didn't remember it because I was drunk or something. What is it? I don't even know what it is. Uh, well, it's a court... It, it, it. Yeah, it's hard to explain. Well, it's not hard to explain, but I just don't want to mess it up because I don't want to end up in court for explaining the court wrong. Uh, <laughs> so, so like, it's an intense thing to explain. No, um, let's say you went into business for yourself, mm-hmm. like on something, like, and you buried somebody else. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody bring charges up on you amongst the thing, and then you would have somebody. Um, so somebody has accused you of something. So. Whatever, going into business for yourself, right? So now they got to come up with a judge. Usually, if it was WWE, it's the Undertaker. Taker, okay. Taker, okay. right? And then you could go get right to counsel, and and, and they'll have somebody else that they'll, the guy that brought the case up against you is probably the guy that's going to try to you know argue his side or whatever. Hmm. You go, and then you have some wrestlers there, and they're listening to it too. You can have some witnesses or whatever. It's like court. But then ultimately, you know, the judge of the side. Usually, you know, if you if I can recommend anybody that gets caught up in it, just plea out, you know, like <laughs> just offer up a case of beer or whatever you think, a bottle of chat. Just <laughs> hear me out. A court show with Undertaker as Judge Judy. What? Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Cause like Susan watches Judge Judy all the time, so I come on, I, I turn the TV on, it's on the DVR thing. I'd be like Judge Judy. I, I go, love oh, her. I used to watch some Judge Judy. I used to think she was cute too. She's she cute, is man. cute. Yeah, she's cute Judge Judy. It's because it's like this little oh. lady, and oh. she's saying, you know, like oh. that's hearsay. But I have seen a lot of courts in England. A lot mm. of courts in England. Have you? Yes. Yeah. And and eighty percent of those cases ended with somebody naked or in a thong. Running down the freeway for like a mile. What kind of court? Their punishments is they, they they delivered out miles, but it wasn't just a mile in your clothes. It was a mile like 
barefoot and in a thong, naked on the side of the road. Naked? Why the van's riding behind you and the whole van of the guy, wrestlers are in there like just cheering you on. Hey! <laughs> like, cars are going by on the freeway honking. I've seen had a guy run through the center of town. We came into a town and he'd done something. He was late, like late to, for the meet. Like, hey, everybody's supposed to be here at 1 o'clock. You know, it shows up at one twenty. Well, one twenty in England, in the UK, is it, a lot of traffic. That, that 20 minutes could be that. Add another hour, pin upon if you're trying to beat an M3 or the M4 or something like that. So, man, it has up a case out. And, and a lot of these guys would argue it, but like, I, I imagine if a case was brung to me, I would just try to offer, I'd go the money route right out and try to offer up booze or something and buy my mm. way out of it really quick because i'm not i'm not gonna make the mile and i don't think anybody wants to see me running naked down the highway a thong maybe you know when i had abs i'd probably run down the highway naked i wouldn't have cared but but i don't think they want to see my darby my belly my belly bouncing and my, my boobs and belly bouncing i'd be like damn is that a bc cup running on the highway what's going on those, those boobs are moobs what is that oh i see a little thing down there bouncing oh, oh no Whoa, those aren't his thighs. Those are just grapefruit on that old man. They don't want to see that. Anything you can just hear now and picture, nobody wants to see that. So I just do everybody, the world a favor, anybody that's possibly going to be on any of those highways a favor, and plea out and buy a bottle of Jack or a case of beer. Okay. <laughs> I just did my gym from the office. I looked directly into the camera. Okay, anyway. Right. One more? Do we have time for Unmas? Okay, you ready? Sure. Let's see if this one is also from Curve. Okay. I'm so tired. <laughs> you know, but I think this has been a really fun show. Yeah, I'm tired of thinking about running a mile negative too. <laughs> this is from the underscore six kid. You had a match against X Pac at Royal six Rumble. Kid. Oh, yeah. I see what's going on yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had a match against X Pac yeah. at Royal Rumble 1999 when there was a false finish. Did you guys get any heat backstage? And who took the blame? For the baton. Does it say baton? Oh, botch. Botch. Oh, it says botch. Uh, there well, was no baton. There's a botch. Um, gang girl, X-Pac, or Teddy Long? I think we talked about this before. Uh, I'm almost positive we talked about this before. Um, we all, I, I think we all should take the blame. I mean, they put the, they put the heat on Teddy because he did the count, right? Um, but... Ultimately, it was a move between me and X-Pac, and the roll-through got kind of botched. And, mm. and so there was the shoulders up or down, whatever. I remember exactly, but I think Teddy stopped the count, and everybody was under the impression that I should have won. <laughs> been European champion and stuff. Um, I've heard Bruce Pritchard talk about it, and I guess he's, he put it on Teddy Long. Uh, you know, he talked about how that that took the air out of the... Uh, the arena in that match it was like right before the uh royal rumble or something like that so i think because i was in the rumble that like and so was x-pac later so they, they kind of blame teddy but i don't I, I i blame it's all three of us there's three people in a match mm-hmm. you can't he was put in a tough spot was he gonna do count count three and then switch the title mm-hmm. although what people didn't realize is i was supposed to win the title of that match but some stuff went down backstage and i was innocent but I, I, instead of going to court, I took the plea with Vince McMahon, and uh, he was going to find me, but I didn't get fined because I was actually innocent. They knew I was innocent. I was just caught up in a group of people that weren't. Um, and so, so, but one of the punishments I did was not not win a European title. title. Yeah, and I, I think Luna, she was caught up in that group too, and I, I believe she worked Sable or somebody that night. She was supposed to win the women's title, and that got changed too. Um, but that's just circumstances, and, it could, and you could look at it and say that's all hearsay, but I was there, and I know. But... As to who to blame and who got blamed, I think they blame Teddy. 
but it was all three of us. So I think all three of us own it. You know, um, and maybe Xbox most innocent out of it because it was probably me that didn't get the roll through clear enough. I, I gotta have to go back and look at it, but I'm pretty sure I know I felt horrible about it. So I'm thinking like maybe I was to blame more than anybody. But it's three of us because it's the count. It's a situation thing. It's unfortunate and it happened. You know. Word. I mean, but isn't it interesting? Like. Do you think that that's something that needs to keep being brought up even? I mean, it was one match of your thousands of matches in a career. Well, okay, but but I, they bring it up and I look at it. Yes, I can look at it the way you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. But I also look at it, thank you for caring enough that you're watching that, 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 that one thing that you're watching that match and that that you were studying wrestling. Uh, you were invested enough like, to realize and this is a thing. No, stuff. I'm just saying like, you know, like... It, Do I want to remember it over and over? No. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, what I'm asking. Like, no, but... but like it is what it is, and and good or bad, they're talking about you. They're talking about you. That means they're still watching, and they still mm-hmm. care, and they sent the message in. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. But no, it's all I blame. All I blame everybody. There's three people in a match. If it's a singles match, it's three of you. Thirty-three point three three repeating percent. What are you doing Steiner stuff. math now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a ten percent. Oh god, that's so funny. But um, well, I guess that's all. That's what's in the box, and yeah. probably about that's it for. Because I don't know if it's time's up or not. But uh, I know I got a tight schedule today, mm-hmm. and this is what episode seventeen. So yeah, next week we're legal. So we're legal. Uh, next week we're eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Eighteen's legal in Florida. I don't know. I, oh, I, I don't even want to go there. We're not even going to go there. Okay. I'm 52 years old and I'm getting married. It doesn't matter what legal is because I'm on my own journey and path now. Too. Yes. So, uh, awesome. Thank you, Miss Kid Cadet. Oh, thank you. Thank you for uh, the rundowns on, on the uh, FSW. Right? FSCW, yeah. FSCW. I always mess that up. It's I, okay. Uh, uh, and what went on. Thank you for the updates on the students. Um, covered a little bit of Gabe Stevens. We covered a lot of... Uh, Big E. Uh, Big E. We got a little Orange bit of last year, but it involves Big E, the title change there and stuff. Um, Orange Cassidy. Uh, Orange Jack. Cassidy, Jeff Hardy, uh, with, of course, with Damian Priest. And I also covered my love again for uh, uh, Matt Riddle and uh, the, the RK, RK Bros. Bro. RK Bro. Okay. Oh, so yeah, uh, strangely enough, uh, like we'll watch all that stuff now. Uh, <laughs> what's wrong with me or what's going on? But I am fascinated by arcade, bro. They Just got you. I don't know, they man. Got you. Even the little scooters, like, and I hate the little scooters when I see them on the side of the road. I literally don't take me seriously, but I think like, would anybody notice if I just went boom, took the turn the steering wheel and it bumped them off the like edge of the road? Well, <laughs> like, probably all. But I wouldn't do us. that. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But like, I feel bad because I even have that thought. But that's how much just those things like annoy me. But they come out on it or, or riddle comes out i'm like okay with it so i, I don't know what's going on man i mean i'm in a midlife crisis yeah. is where you get to the point and you uh you buy a corvette like i don't know where you're gonna get a corvette <laughs> no I, if i had the money i might would but no, would, no. would that be the car um well yeah like a well if it was gonna be a vet it would be, be like a stingray an older one you know yeah classic yeah classic but i'm thinking uh the crisis and amount that maybe in, like an old plum purple barracuda or something mm. like that you know okay <laughs> 69 68 something cool. some something some kind of muscle car and stuff like that fun to represent 
my air. No, like, okay. <laughs> remember, we, we we broke down cars to, in the wrestling and yeah. the style and all that, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But you know what? Thank you, everybody. Thank you for um, hanging in there with us. Gangrel kicking that and fanging and banging. What gangrel kicking that? Want some? Get some. Bad enough. Take some. Bye, buddy.